Welcome to Relevant Live with Pastor Chris Sarno, a weekly podcast from Relevant Church in Daytona Beach, Florida. We pray that this message inspires hope, help, and healing in your life. And as always, welcome home. The blessing will kick into your life because that's what we need. See, now I told you, you're all learning about this blessing now. Now you got to put the blessing in your mouth. You got to put it in your mouth. You got to put it in your mouth. Everybody's saying, I got to put it in my mouth. You got to keep that word in your mouth. Look at these scriptures right here. Watch this one. You ready? Check this out. You got to make God's word your final authority. Look at 2 Corinthians 3.13. 2 Corinthians now 3.13. You got to understand, there's, there's, there's power coming to you in this, in this spiritual sense that's going to transform your life. 2 Corinthians 3.13 says this. Now the Lord, look at this. What did I say? 3.17, I'm sorry. Now the Lord is that spirit. And where the spirit of the Lord is, there's what? There's liberty. What do you mean there's liberty? Well, there's freedom. Amen? Now, where the spirit of the Lord is, what? There is what? Liberty. What do you mean liberty? There's freedom. This is, this is how you get God's power on it. Amen? You keep your, you keep your word right. Okay? Look at 2 Corinthians 4, 7. We're going to read 2 Corinthians 4, 7 through 18. We're going to read 4, 7, and we're going to read 13 through 18. I want you to just pull this in your spirit. I got to keep my words right. Okay? Because here's what you got to understand. Okay? And this is really cool. Okay? How is the blessing going to be enforced? Well, in Genesis chapter 2, he made man a speaking spirit. So the only way you can enforce the blackest blessing is with the words of your mouth. The only way you're going to enforce these things are with the mouth and the words. And if you don't get your mouth and your words connected right, guess what's going to happen? You're going to get your mouth connected to your flesh, and you're going to be speaking stuff, and you're going to speak your way out of stuff you need to be speaking yourself into. Now, I understand it ain't easy. No dud ain't easy. That's why everybody got to get disciplined to say what God says, even though. Because here's the thing. We have earth and treasure. We have treasure and earth and vessels that the excellency of the power may be of God and not us. There you go right there. We trying to get God to do. Well, only way, how many know you want to get God to do it? See, we want to do it. How many know nobody likes waiting on God? We try to do it. I got news for you. You can't do nothing. Hello? And you got to have to go through the process of words. You know what I'm saying? And we like to try to get in it. God said this. Look what he said. He said this. He said that the excellency of the power may be of God and not us. This power is of God. It ain't of you. So if I got the power of God, then I better find out how God's power works. How does God change situations? How does God move in situations? How does God speak in situations? What does God do and how does God do it? Ready? Watch this. Now watch this. Go to verse 13. We're going to read a little bit. We're going to read 13 all the way home. We having the same spirit of faith. You see that? Okay, here we go now. He says, well, you got the same spirit of faith as God's got. Amen? You got the same ability. As God's God, through words. We have in the same spirit of faith, according to his written, I believed and therefore have I spoken. We also believe in what? Speak. So we believe in speak. What did God do? We have in the same spirit of faith, even what? We have the same, look at verse 13, just pop it up there real quick. We have in the same spirit of faith, according as it is written. What do we do with the written? I believe and therefore I speak what's been written. See what I'm saying? Because, see, you got to get, the only way to get God's voice in the situation is you got to put God's word in your mouth. I mean, what do you mean God's voice? I and mean, when I'm done with this, you're going to see it. You're going to see it. 
When you put God's word in your mouth, there is a supernatural power being released. You can't see it. But I'm going to tell you right here now, listen to me. Listen to me. This is important. When you do it, everything in earth is responding to it, whether you're responding to it or not. We got, I'm telling you, it's true. We got to put more faith in what we're saying than we are because everybody else is. Everybody else is and everything else is. Everything else is obedient to the word of God. Now, the thing is this. We say, well, what's that going to do with my problem so big? It's going to do everything with your problem so big. But you got to start selling. Where's the excellency of the knowledge? In the knowledge of God, the wisdom. This is the wisdom found before the foundation of the world. And therefore, I spoke. Yeah, I know what the devil's going to do. He's going to try to square up on you. Say, what you going to do? Stand there and say what the Bible says. Tell him, shut up. I told him in the morning service, I'm going to stand there. I don't care if you stand there with the word of God in your mouth, die. I'm going to go to heaven. God's going to see me. And he's going to say, what are you doing here? I said, I was in the earth with your word. So you either send me back or figure out what's going on. Are you arrogant? No, I'm not arrogant. That's what the Bible said. God will probably kick me out of heaven, send me back to the earth and say, here you go. You understand what I'm saying? You, you keep the word of God in the earth. Let me tell you, the devil's just trying to get that word out your mouth. Back up on this stuff. No, you don't back up on nothing. You understand what I just said? You don't back up on nothing. You know what I'm saying? People want to back up. People get to get mad. People get offended. People get mad offended. They don't even know what they're mad offended about. They're offended at themselves for being weak. Don't, be, don't get mad. You go for it. When you go for it, watch. You want to know what's going to show up the minute you go for it? All the weak friends you got. And they show up, they, well, you know, you're getting a little extreme with this stuff. You're getting a little too much. I'm talking about you. I ain't talking about me. You're getting a little too much. Well, you know, you should be nice. This is nice. You know what I'm saying? No, I'm being serious. Your destiny's on the line. You know, it starts happening to you and most people. The minute your spiritual barometer goes down, compromise is setting you up. Yeah, you want to know what it is? Once you get in your soul, you want to know what you do? You want to know what you do when you get in your soul? Your spirituality bar goes down. Happens to everybody. Well, I don't know how bad I really need that money. I can live without it. Your spiritual bar just went down. I don't really, well, I can deal with that aching back. I can deal with this jacked up relationship. The minute you compromise God's best, you're living in compromise. Now, like, don't get me wrong. Understand what I'm saying. Please understand. Don't take me the wrong way today. If the blessing is the package, I want all of it. Are you here? So, you know, I ain't going to have like, well, you get 9 out of 10. Give me 10 out of 10 or, or well, we'll stay in here a little longer until we get it. Now, here's the problem. To get 10 out of 10, you got to do it's God's way, not your way. And that's what's going to crucify your flesh because your flesh is going to hate every minute of this process. Because you can't get it the way you want. you got to get it the way God wants. i got to sit there and say, you think Abraham wasn't getting tired saying what God said and not seeing what God said? How long i got to say it, preacher? How long i got to say it? How long i got to stand? I don't until you get to heaven. Glory to God. You know what I'm saying? Stay there till you see it. Then people say, well, you know you're a little bit wild. You ain't wild. I want what's mine. Look, if I brought some of you to the grocery store, I know how some of you are. If they gave you a coupon and said you get 10 bucks off, if they don't give you that 10 bucks, you'd be fighting at the register. I was just look at, look at, look at, look at. She said, I want my 10 bucks. I want my 10 bucks. Where's my 10 bucks? Would you get out of line without that 10 bucks? 
You ever go somewhere? You ever go somewhere and like you do it? You go, you go look at the clothes and the clothes say, oh, it's on discount. You get 25% off. Ooh, plus this, plus that. And I'm like, oh, it's a red tag sale. Ooh, praise God. You go up there and they ring it and it's like, oh, it was like, it was like $45 and it's supposed to be $25. Man, you up there ready to fight. You know what I'm saying? No, 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 it ain't $45. $25 right here. You get the manager. How many got the manager before? How many got the manager? Not rude, not rude, but you got a discount. How many you got the manager before? Say, hey, it's $25. They said, we, we don't know. It's ringing up $45. Oh, my God, it's ringing up $75. You're like, $75? You better ready to fight me, man. $75? It's supposed to say $25. You know what I'm saying? And all you guys, don't look at me like you don't know what I'm talking about. You got a little fishing pole. Fishing poles are on sale at Dick Sporting Goods. You're running around. You know what I'm saying? Praise be to God. This is on discount. A G Loomis. <laughs> That's a good rod, buddy. Right? Got my G Loomis ready to go. It's on sale. Praise God. Y'all know you don't like that? How about your gun? Your gun's 25% off today. Woo! And don't give me none of you, all you people that ain't y'all eating granola trees and stuff. Just shut it. All right? Right to bare arms. Praise God. And just be cool. Be quiet. You don't live in, you know why? First time I went overseas, you ain't been overseas. Anybody been not been overseas yet? Thank God for AK-47. I went over here. I was in the middle of nowhere. I said, how are we going to get in this building, man? There's 6,000 people in here. These people don't like me. They're mad at me. I went to one place. They said, they're cursing you in the back. I said, what do you mean they're cursing me? They said, they're cursing you. They don't want you here, bro, preaching the gospel. I said, what are they going to do? He said, he said what, do, what they can do stuff. I said, what are they going to do? No, man, they said, they might die. I said, they're going to die. Tell them, don't curse the man of God. You die. And they said, what are you going to do? Oh, no, this cat showed up strapped, bro. Had an AK or whatever the thing. I don't even know what it was. It was a gun. It had machine gun power. You know what I'm saying? Africa, good buddy. He with me, man. You know what I mean? Show up at the airport. Woo! Come on, Kennedy. AK-47. I'm like, praise God. Just followed the dude with the gun. Yeah, get me in this building. Hey! Who are you? The man of God. You got a problem? See AK-1, AK-2. You got a problem now? Got no problem now. Get out the way. Here come the preacher. Don't think I'm kidding. I'm not kidding. I was in India in the thing. The guy in the lobby had a gun strapped to him. I cu- These clowns opened the door for anybody the first trip we went on. I'm like, dude, why is the dude with a gun in the, in the I will come out. And I come out. I'm like, what's up? And the guy from the lobby in there, the security guy, is up in the room. I said, who let this dude in the room? One of them ding-dongs let the room. Remember, Will, remember you were with me on that one. It was the other one. They let the dude in the room. The guy's in the, Mike, I come out, bro. I come out of the shower, I got a towel on. I'm like, who's this dude in the room? This guy's strapped with a gun. I said, number one, who let the dude in? And number two, what in the world are you doing in here? He said, he got a stomach ache. He wants you to pray for him. He's the security. <laughs> I had to go get a translator. I said, why'd you let him in the room, dude? I said, we're in a third world country. You letting dudes with guns in the room. You ding dong. You ain't never coming on another trip. <laughs> These guys, I'm serious, right? I said, yeah, I'm going to pray for you. I prayed real good for the joker. Slapped the mid on him, said, in the mighty name of Jesus, he left. I yelled at everybody. I'm like, why are you letting guys in the gun in the room? We don't know who this dude is. It's crazy. These people are crazy, man. Then I went one time. We were in Africa. Oh, my God. They were all drunk and had guns. That was scary. I was like, this could be bad. They were all sauced at the radio station. Everybody packing. I was like, dude, there's a lot of guns. I was like, that's when you pray for angels. Amen. Come on. Stay over in the day. Stay in the spirit. You understand what I'm saying? I got to keep the word of God in my mouth. Look at your neighbor and say, keep the word of God in your mouth. Okay, look at this. 413. And believe and therefore we what? Speak. Look at 14. Knowing that. Knowing that. Knowing that, 
knowing that he which raised up the Lord Jesus Christ shall raise up us also. And present us with you. See that? Same power that rose Jesus from the dead, same power that rose you from the dead. Resurrection power has been spoken. Now you say, watch this. Watch this now. Catch me. Well, I don't have that kind of power. That's because you don't believe you got that kind of power. You got to master renewing your mind to the power you have. And I know not a lot of people are doing it. That's why it takes work. Renewing your mind is a process. Now watch this. Keep going. 15. You're doing great, man. You're getting this. You're getting this. I don't care if, you know what? If next week you just undo saying one thing you say, you're winning. We ain't got to get this all in a day. We got to get it in an over a period of time. Man, I used to say, some of you were saying you broke. If you next week don't say you broke, you winning. See what I'm saying? Start with the little things. You got to start with little baby steps of positivity. And the next thing you know, this thing will take over like a freight train. Because you're going to like the results. For all things are for your sake, that the abundance of grace might be through thanksgiving and may be bound to, or rebound to everyone. Glory to God. Praise God. 16. For which cause we faint not, but though out our outward man perish, that the inward man is renewed day by day. That means your outward body is decaying and your inward man is getting strong. Yes. Okay, is that all right? Yes. And the strength of your inward man could carry that outward man. Yes, it will. As I keep life in you, death can't overtake you. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Stay in the earth as long as you want. Just don't quit. Okay? 18. Look at 18. So good. While we look not at the things which are seen, but at the things which are not seen. Why is that? For the things which are seen are what? That means I could change them with the things that are not seen. What's Hebrews 11.1 1 say? Now faith is the substance of things hoped for. It's evidence of things not seen. So the not seen realm is more real than the seen realm. And when you convince yourself that the not seen realm is more real than the seen realm, you're going to start walking with a powerful mouth. Do you get it? Because what I could see is subject to change. Do you understand what I mean by that? I could change it with words. If I don't like it, if I see broke, I just say wealth, and wealth will override broke, because broke is part of the curse. See it? You see sick? Man, let me tell you something. The minute you start preaching this stuff, you're going to have a challenge. The minute it starts coming out your mouth. I did too. I get symptoms or something. All of a sudden, they'll really start, they're trying to make you deny what you got. You stand there and laugh at them. Ha, 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 ha. I ain't backing up. I ain't backing up. You don't back up. You know what I'm saying? You don't back up. Even though it don't look great, you don't back up. You stay in the word, okay? Now, let me show you something here. All the earth, all the earth is obeying what God's saying. If the people of church could ever get a revelation of how important these words are, your life will change forever. Because I'm telling you right now. Now, check this out. You ready for this? This is good stuff. So everybody just pull this in, okay? God's word's got to become final authority. Remember that? Now, just, just I, I don't want to get into a lot of this, but I'm going to get you, okay? Look, look, look. Oh, I'm going to give you guys this. I didn't give them this in the morning. All right, look at this, look at this. Um, uh, oh my God, Almighty, can we, there's a lot, but it's not a lot, it's gonna be a little bit. Look at, look at, look at Exodus, look at Exodus, look at Exodus 23:20. This is the promise, this is the conquest of Cana, promise. Okay, write these down, Exodus 23:20. And listen, if you don't think, if you don't think you're gonna get challenged Look, man, everybody and their brother wants everything to be easy. You know what I'm saying? Your feelings are going to rise up. You know what I'm saying when I mean that? And your feelings are going to try to get pressed in every single situation they can. You got to dominate them things. 
because they ain't real. You know what I'm saying? The only thing that's real is faith. See, I feel this. I don't care what you feel. I, I love you, but I don't care what you feel because what you feel is subject to change. Hello? And I can change it. It's easy to change what you feel. If I change what you think about, I can change what you feel. Because whatever you meditate on and whatever you think about is what you're going to feel. If I change what you think about, I'll change what you feel. And I got news for you. If I can change what you feel, I can change what you say. Amen. Yeah, I can. And you kick in the power of God. Man, you feel the Holy Ghost in there? He showed up in the morning. He's showing up now. Because your feelings are temporal. Get it? You make them. I'll make you think what you want to think about. It take a little season, but once you get there, my God in heaven, you're going to be so free. Behold, I send an angel before thee. He's trying to get him to Canaan. He, the angels are trying to take him into the promised land. He said, I'm sending angels before you. I send angels before thee to keep thee in the way and to bring thee in the place which I prepared. Are you getting this? Angels are trying to bring you in. Now, see, angels are moving all over the place right now. You can't see them. They're working on your behalf. They're working real hard. Look what he said there. Be, beware of him and obey his voice. Now, go back to 20. Just let me go slow because you got to see this. Because in the morning service, I, didn't, I, 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 I jumped this too quick. Doing great, Angela. Behold, I send an angel before thee. See that? Got angels going before you. Before who? Before you. What are they doing? They're preparing your life. My God in heaven, if you ever put your hands in God and just stay in there and stop trying to figure out your life, you're going to have a stress-free life. You know what I'm saying? Just declare and decree. Stay in it. Just stay in it. God's preparing a way for you. If you can get her in the rest, you enter in faith. When you get, when you get, see, here's the thing. Most people got to realize this. When you enter in the rest, you've entered in the faith. Until you got rest, you ain't found faith yet. You're all like, oh, what do I got to do? Forget about what you got to do. You ain't got to do nothing. All you got to do is believe. All you got to do is believe. God will make it happen. He's going to make it come to pass. You're going to see it. Because you make, see, when you make a decision to make a change, God will meet you in the middle of that change. He'll do it every time because he's God. This is good teaching. Just write it down. Now get it. Behold, I send an angel before thee. So here's what he's saying. This is what he's saying. Say, hey, Jeff, here's what I'm doing. I'm sending angels before you to keep you in the way and to bring you into the place which I prepared for you. Jerry, I send angels before you. They're going before you. So this is cool. All right, I'm, all, I'm down, man. They're on assignment. They're helping. Aren't they heirs of salvation? That's what he's saying, Lo. He's saying, I send angels before you. I prepared a way. Just, you just keep staying in this thing, Joe. You stay where I'm telling you. Stay. You take steps. I've already been here. I've seen the beginning and the end. He's the alpha and the omega. He's the beginning and the And he just came in your middle and invaded and just trying to lead you to the place he prepared for you. What do you mean the middle and the end, omega? And what? He's the God of now. Knows exactly what you need, and he knows when it got to show. Man, remember when I told you they stuck Joseph in a pit, and he sent the caravan a month before to get moving. You don't think God's waiting, ready? You think God ever goes, "Oh my God, what am I gonna do?" Nah, man, he been in this rodeo. Stand there and laugh at the devil. Say, "You better stop. I'm done, man. I know too much. You know too much. I'm talking about you. Stand there. I ain't moving." I'm not budging. I'm not saying nothing different. They look at you like you crazy. Look, Abraham, he thought he was nuts too. Who are you? I'm Abraham. 
I'm the father of many nations. How many kids you got? None. You're like, okay, he's the father of many nations. He's probably drinking too much, smoking a little something. When you'd say, come on, modern day, let's go. What do you think it looks like when you stand there and go, there's pressure on your tongue not to say what he says. There's pressure on your tongue not to say what he says. So you know what you do? You say what he says anyway. And you lose your feelings about what you say. You understand? Look what it says here. And I'm going to take you to a place which I prepared for you. Look at 21. We're going to read a couple of scriptures. Beware of him. Beware of who? The angel. And obey his voice. And don't provoke him. For he's not going to pardon your transgression. For my name is in him. He said, don't, how you provoke the angels? By not saying what God says, because that's all they do is what God says. Somebody should have just caught what I just said. That's good, Kentucky. Wow, wow. You got it. You got it. You understand what I'm saying? You understand what I'm saying? Did you get that? Beware of him. Beware of who? Beware of them angels. And obey his voice. Well, let me ask you a question. And provoke him not, for he will not pardon your transgression, for my name is in him. Don't buck against it. What'd they do? They mumbled and complained, fell dead outside the promised land. You hear? You, get me? you guys got it? You're getting in. You're doing good. That's cool. Go slow, man. You're pulling it in? You ain't never heard this stuff. That's right. It's good. It's for you. You know what I'm saying? This is why you can't just, let me tell you right here now. I don't want to say what I want to say. I had a house meeting the other day, and I'm going to have it. I said, we ain't saying nothing in this house from this day forward but what that Bible says. And if you call strife, I'm, I'm going to kick you in the, go in the garage. I'm straight up. Because I can't, I can't undo this. You can't undo this. You're going to go in the garage. Sit in the garage for an hour. They'd be like, they be like I don't care. Come back when you can think right. You know what I'm saying? You're doing great. Provoke, don't provoke that angel. How do you provoke that angel? Say something different than God said. So when you just get there, I want to speak my mind. Hush your mouth. Beware of him and obey his voice. Provoke him not, for he will not pardon your transgression. Look at 22. Just keep going, and we're going to be But if thou shalt indeed obey your voice and do all that I speak, then I will be an enemy. Don't that sound like Deuteronomy 28? I'm going to be an enemy to your enemies, and I'm going to be an adversary unto that adversary. The blessing. And look at 23. For my angels shall go before thee and bring thee in unto the Amorites, the Hittites, Parasites, Canaanites, Habitites, Wackenites, Jackasites, Jebusites, Jacked Upness Nights, whatever nights you got, Ites, Bites, Termites, whatever you got, and I will cut them off. I'll give you the victory because the blessing. Just don't say nothing different. Well, Pastor Chris, I'm, I'm sad. Yeah, we all sad. We all dying around here. Where you been? <laughs> Just say what God said. I feel like I heard somebody back here. All I'm doing is drinking stuff through a straw. I'm dying. Yeah, we'll join the club. This season's miserable. Yeah, okay. And you know what time does? takes you out. And when you look back, you're going to find out it's the best thing in the world for you. God's prepared a way before I got here. 
Well, you made some bad decisions, Sarno. Yeah, no, duh, we all have. That's what you do now. You learn through pain. Pain is the greatest. You know, God told me one day, he said this, he said, self-affliction is the greatest wound you've ever felt, and you've created all of it. God's got no pain and added no sorrow. The blessing of the Lord comes and added no sorrow. It makes rich, Proverbs 10, 22. It makes rich and added no sorrow. If I got pain, I'm probably not following the plan. Stay in the plan, I won't have to have no pain. God ain't going to teach you through pain. He's going to teach you through the blessing. But you know when pain shows up? When I want my way. When I want what I want. I want what I want. No, I don't want what I want. I want what he wants me to have. I don't even want an opinion. I'm telling you what, when you get so shot out, you're going to be like your pastor. I don't even want a stinking opinion. I don't want an opinion. I don't need an opinion. I just want to know what God says about a matter, and that's the end of the matter. I don't want to argue. I don't want to fight. I don't need to do nothing. What's God say about it? That's what we're going to do. Roll with it. You know what I'm saying? Come to my office. You want to talk to me? What's the Bible say about that? That's all we got to do. It would be quick, easy. You know what most people do? You got to understand how I feel. I understand how you feel. You feel pain when you don't want to do what God's word said. We all do. I'm preaching way better than you, amen to me. But I want what I want. I want to have my way. You ain't Frank Sinatra. You ain't getting it your way. Get it the way God set it up. And I got news for you. If you get it your way, when it shows up, you're going to jack it all up because you ain't been processed. Yeah, when the process kicks in, woo, you come out the other side, I've been processed. Because you know what? No used to, remember I told you this? I told you all this. No used to mean maybe to me. No used to mean maybe. Remember when no used to mean maybe? Y'all remember that? God can, no. Well, maybe he does, maybe time. I got some of them, I got some of those maybes. I'm definitely right. They're miserable. Then you got what you want. I know I'm going to preach a sermon. You got what you want, Now I hope you got what you wanted. You know what I'm saying? Now it's like, oh, my God. How's it working out? Now you're like, you remember when you used to ask God? Maybe, God, it's like, well, maybe, you know, maybe. And then you push God, push God, push God. Then you, you know, so I say, well, I prayed and God gave it to me. God will give you anything if you keep asking. Even if it ain't for you. You know that? Yeah, he will. So ask once. Ask once. Because when you ask once, when he responds, he don't talk twice. God don't need to talk twice about nothing. He don't talk twice about a lot of things. He's a one-time talker. Does that make sense? God, you don't ask 105 times about something. Just ask. Jerry, can you do Jerry? Jerry, ask him one time. He'll, he'll talk. When he talks, you're going to hear. It's okay. You understand? Okay, don't be down on yourself. You're doing good. Get up. But what's the whole key? Pop that up there. Who says, he's going to make you win. So you got to follow him. Why is that so important? Look at the Psalms 103 one. You ready? Angels. Everybody say angels. Bless the Lord, you his angels, that excel in strength, and do his, and hearken Voice of the Lord. Everything's following God's voice. Everything in the earth is following God's voice. Everything in the earth is obeying God's voice. What's going to happen when you start obeying God's voice? Oh, it's going to be good. 
Because the devil's got to obey his voice. And angels follow his voice. What's going to happen when you put God's word in your mouth and become his voice? What's going to happen then? You understand what I'm saying? And let me explain something to you. God wants you to have a blessed life. God wants you, my ways ain't your ways. My thoughts are not your thoughts. Eye has not seen, ear has not heard, neither has entered into the heart of man those things that God has prepared for them that love him. God's way of blessing you is way better than your way. God's way of giving this thing is good. But I'm going to tell you what, just stay in the process of understanding. I got to say what God says in the middle of the thing. It's important. Okay? Whoa. This is cool. You ready? You doing all right? Hey, you ready for this? Go over here. Go to Ezekiel 37. You see this, I'm going to take you. I'm going to go. We're going to have to go anyway. Going to go a minute. You getting this? Okay, you guys. Now listen to me. You're doing great. Keep in mind. Let me explain something about asking God something. Okay? We've all done it. We've all done it. We keep asking to sometimes we get what we want. Here's the thing. Now I'm on the other side of it. I go, God, you really sure you want to do this? Remember you used to jump out and just go do something almost impulsively? And then you're like, oh, great, now I got to fix it. You ever been in the middle of something and God's not in it and you got to carry it? Anybody ever been there? You ever been in the middle of something, you got it, you started it, now you got to complete it and God ain't in it? That ain't no fun. You'll, as you get seasoned, you know what you do? Go, God, are you sure you're really sure you want to do this? The Bible says count the cost before you enter into a project. Any kind of thing. You know what I'm saying? So you go, hey, look, man, you sure you're really in this? Hey, God, I got nothing but time. Let me know you're ready because when you're ready, that's when I know we'll be ready because otherwise I'm going to get in this thing ahead of time. And being ahead of time, I got to carry. See, there ain't no grace for stuff you get ahead of time in. No, there ain't because you got to follow. See, when you get ahead, there ain't no grace for that moment. Now you're carrying it and now you get all dysfunctional. Does that make sense? Don't get ahead of God. Just walk with him in stride. Is that making sense? You understand what I mean by that? Because then you stay calm. Stay in the word. Stay what God says. Take timing. Time is easy. Everybody thinks time's against them. Time is for you. Time's not moving. Let me explain something about time. Time is not really moving away from you as much as you think. See, when we believe God, we think, oh, I believe God here. But now time is moved away. Now, the minute you believe God, time is moving towards you. It's the God's honest truth. See, here's the problem. Somebody says this, ooh, I believed, and now God's like some weird God, and he pulls it away, and every time you start moving, it's moving away from you. No, it attracts. Once you make a decision, you say, God, I believe, it takes it from its arena and pulls it to it. So time, you see it? Time isn't moving away from promises. Time is moving towards promises, because the only way God can get anything out of eternal and putting it into temporal is through time. So the minute you believe with faith, faith is the substance of things hoped for. It's evidence of things not seen. By it, the elders obtained a good report, and they framed the world which we see. It reaches out into the material substance of materialization of spiritual things and pulls it into time, the atmosphere of now, the here. See it? So the minute you lock in faith and go, I believe, I receive, you reach out into the unknown and pull it into the known. Is that cool? But we think just the opposite. When I believe, now the promises are moving away. No, the promises are moving towards you the minute you believe. That's why don't get, in, don't, get, don't, get too, don't get too hasty in that thing. Now, here's the only thing, though. Now I got to keep saying. This is where the pressure comes in. I got it, but now I got to keep saying what I got even when I can't see it. Okay? Now, watch. You get this. I, I've, been reading this I've been reading this Ezekiel story for a while. I ain't never seen this. Lord said, Lord got me. He said, boy, you better pay attention when I'm talking to you. 
I said, okay. He said, look at what I'm showing you. I never seen this. I never seen this. Junior, I've been reading this for a minute. I said, what do you mean? He said, pay attention, you're reading it wrong. He said, look what I told him. I said, man, I've never seen that, Lord. The hand of the Lord was upon me. This is Ezekiel. So the hand of the Lord was upon me and carried me out in the spirit of the Lord. Read this. And he set me down in the midst of the valley, which was full of bones. Y'all know this valley of dry bones. And he caused me to pass by around them. He took them to a place of dead things. He took them to a, pla- he took them to a wasteland. He took them to a place where nothing was happening. He took them to a barren land. It's like a desert. And look, pay attention now. Don't get distracted because this last five minutes is going to change your life if you hear me. And caused me to pass by them round about. And there were many, many in his open valley. And lo, they were very dry. He's in a desolate situation. Can you imagine a valley of dead bones? Just a graveyard. It's a graveyard is what it is of dead bones. And look what he says. He said, and he said unto me, son of man, can these bones live? Can this jacked up mess work? Can this goofy marriage really get it? Can your messed up money really go there? Can you, you've been 20 years living in the wilderness. I don't know. Figure out your will. Can these bones live? And I answered, Lord, only you know. This looks like a mess. So only you know, Lord, I don't know. You brought me out here. You caught me up in the spirit. You showed me these bones look like a dead wasteland. How the heck do I know whether these things can live? I don't know. You brought me here. And look what he said. Now get this. And he said unto me, prophesy unto these bones. Watch this. And saying to them, O ye dry bones, hear the word of the Lord. He said, put my word in your mouth and speak it in that situation. Now watch this. He said, what shall I say? He said, look, go back to verse 4. Look what he said here. He said unto me. He said, he brought him to a dead, dead situation. He said, this dried up desert, dead bones everywhere, big old mess. I'm in the middle of this. I don't know what I'm doing here. He said, hey, man of God. He said, son of man. Hey, go back to verse 3, please. Watch this. He said unto me, son of man. He didn't say son of God. He said, son of man. He said, hey, natural man, you. Son of man. Now you do sons of God. He said that the son of man, like a natural man. He said, hey, natural man, standing in front of an impossible situation. Can this situation turn? I'm bringing it modern day. Hey, natural little human you, what big problem in the earth. Can you? He said, only you know, Lord. He said, yeah, it could turn. He said, let me show you how to flip the earth. Let me show you how to flip some dirt. Look at this. He said to me, can they live? And he answered, only you know, Lord. And look what he says, verse 4. He said to me, prophesy. See, take the word of the Lord and put it in your mouth and create a prophetic picture. He said unto me, prophesy upon these bones and say unto them. Say unto dead bones. Oh, you dry bones. Hear the word of the Lord. And what do I say? 
Verse 5, said, the Lord God on these bones. Now watch. He said, tell these dry bones, they ain't got to be dry. Now watch this. Thus says the Lord God unto these bones. Behold, I will cause breath to enter you, and you shall live. Watch this. Watch this. And I will lay sinew upon you and will bring up flesh upon you and cover you with skin and put breath in you, and you shall live, and you shall know that I am the Lord. Watch verse 7. I'll give you verse 7. I'll give you a little bit more. So I prophesied as I was commanded. What did he say? He said, command the blessing. Speak the word of God in a dead situation, and that dead situation got a flip. As I prophesied, there was a noise, and a behold the shaking, and the bone came together and bone. Watch this. God said, put my word in your mouth and watch what I'm going to do. He didn't say, speak it. He just said, speak it, boy. Don't say nothing else. Once you get my word in it, my word. Man, can you imagine? He sat there and said, hey, dry bones, live. And they started clank, 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 And people, and sin you. And he said, what did he say to you? You just speak the word and then I'll do. You speak the word and I'll do. You speak the word and I'll do. You can play. You speak the word, and I'll do. And behold, I will. Look at, look at verse 8. Here, look. look verse eight. And when I beheld, sinews and flesh came together, and the skin covered them, but there was no breath in them. Watch verse 9. Then he said unto me, prophesy unto the wind. <sighs> Son of man, and said to the wind, and the fish of the sea, it's the commanded blessing, and the fowl of the air and the earth will subdue, you subdue, you speak. Jesus spoke to the wind and said, you stop moving. He spoke to water and said, you stop. You're a God-created being, man. Start getting a revelation. Put my word in your mouth and speak and watch what I do. Put my blessing in your mouth and speak and watch what I do. Put my word in your mouth and start speaking it and watch what I do. Watch what I start putting together. Watch what I start rearranging. Watch what I start fixing. Watch what I start putting back. Watch what starts happening. Come on, stand up on your feet. Watch what I start transforming. My God in heaven, guys. Thank you for listening to this episode of Relevant Live with Pastor Chris. If you are interested in learning more about Relevant Church, we invite you to visit us today at relevantfl.org. And don't forget to subscribe to our channel to hear more messages like this one every single week. And as always, welcome home.